Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we're going to St. Catharines, Ontario, a community where I was born but didn't live there very long, to talk to Elizabeth Murphy, and she has quite an interesting story to tell. So welcome, Lizzie. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so let's start with your academic background. Where did you go to school? Um, I have an honors degree in criminology with a minor in psychology from the University of Windsor. And then I also started the uh, funeral services education program at Humber College. So I did a year year there. Wow. So you like going to school? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about your work experiences. Okay. Well, I've... Uh, I worked uh, payroll at a few places in Hamilton, and then I uh, joined the federal government. I started with Citizenship and Immigration in Niagara Falls, and now I'm with uh, CRA here in St. Catharines. CRA, you better... Yeah, Canada Revenue Agency. Okay. And I... My, my favorite employment, though, was definitely the Army Reserves, which I was uh, with and proudly served for a little over 10 years. Wow. Yeah. What did you do in that role? Um, I was a supply technician, so I got to issue out all the uh, clothing, weapons, vehicles, all that kind of fun stuff. It was, it was a great experience. A little different than uh, Canada Revenue. Yeah, it's just a bit. <laughs> so besides that, you have a hobby. Yes. That's extremely important to you. <laughs> yes, very. So tell us about that. Well, um, about uh, 17 years ago, I was uh, actually I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and I was medically released from the army because of that. And I had such a void in my life I needed to fill because I loved the army so much. So I said, "Hey, I'm going to take flying lessons." And the next day, I called the uh, St. Catharines Flying Club and. Went up, had my familiarization flight, absolutely loved it, and it, well, the rest is history. I, I obtained my uh, private pilot license within the year, and yeah, it's, it's the absolute best hobby in the world. Love it. So how often do you do it? Um, I try to fly about once a week if I, if I can. Um, it's, it's nice because I have my, my own little airplane, a little two-seater Cessna 150 Aerobat. So not only do I fly straight and level doing scenic flights, but I also go up and do aerobatics. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you have your own plane. Yeah. How did you go about doing that? Well, um, soon after I got my private pilot license, my instructor said, hey, my, my aviation mechanic has a little 150 for sale then you won't have to rent anymore. And I hummed and hawed and said, well, what if I have a MS flare-up? What if this happens? What if, what if? Finally convinced myself, what if I don't take this opportunity and buy this plane? Look what I'm going to miss. So I ended up buying this little 150, um, Cessna 150. And then within about six months, someone from the airport took me up for an aerobatic flight in his Skybolt. 
and I was almost sick the entire seven minutes. We were flying because I get motion sickness, but I'm like, nope, got to do aerobatics. Love it. So I found a little Cessna 150 Aerobat in Pennsylvania, and I ended up buying that. And that's been my plane for the last, uh, oh, going on 15 years, I think. Wow. Yeah. So with your disability, does that impact your flying at all? Um, not really. They, it, it kind of affected my medical a bit. When you're under 40, you, you only have to get your aviation medical um, every five years. But because of the MS, they had me do it every one year. So that's really the only effect that it's had. They've been great. Transport Canada has been absolutely fabulous to deal with with regards to my, my medical issue, and they've been very accommodating. And how and obviously, I'll oh, sorry, go ahead. How far do you fly? Um, distance-wise, be, uh, because my my main uh, issue is fatigue. I don't usually go on super long trips. Like I'll, I'll usually just fly around for about an hour or two, usually in the morning. But yeah, I don't really go any uh, any long distances. We'll go out for breakfast. We'll fly out to uh, Brampton or Guelph or Tilsonburg that kind of thing because they have great restaurants at the airports but yeah it's i don't i don't fly too too far okay so has anybody flown with you oh yes that is the absolute best part of having my own plane and my license is taking people up for flights because i give them the most interesting you know, often once in a lifetime experience, either just flying over Niagara Falls, we always do that first, um, just scenic flight around Niagara, or of course, taking people up for aerobatics is the ultimate. I make men scream like little girls, <laughs> and it is, it is the best feeling in the world. I absolutely love it. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. So what's next for Lizzie? A new airplane? Uh no, no, I, I love Victor. That's his name. I, I hope to have him for a very, very long time. Um, I could get, obviously, a, a more aerobatic plane that has an inverted system and such, but I love having this plane because if I just want to go for a scenic flight, it's absolutely perfect for that. I love the side-by-side -side seating and such. So, no, I plan to keep this plane for a very long time. So talk about aerobatics. For somebody who lives on the ground... <laughs> What kind of aerobatics do you do? Well, I do in my plane. I can't do anything inverted because my fuel system and oil system isn't inverted. So if I'm upside down too long, the fuel's not getting to the engine anymore. So there, there I do uh, loops, aileron rolls, snap rolls, uh, hammerheads, and then a combination whoa, 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 of all the... Hold on. Oh. Hammer, you do a hammerhead. What's a hammerhead? That's when you go straight up, absolutely straight up, and when the plane runs out of steam, you throw in a rudder and you flop it over to the side, and you end up going straight down until you level off. Wow. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So have you been in any shows? Uh, no. Actually, I was going to do my first competition uh, in 2019, um, but unfortunately COVID hit, so that, that ended that. So I was going to try that, but we'll, we'll see in the future years if I can do that. So what about new aerobatics? Is there something that you'd like to try, but you haven't done so far? 
Um, not really. I think I've pretty much done everything my plane can do. It's just doing different combinations, I guess, and just perfecting things I want to keep working on. I think you could put on your own show. <laughs> well, I, som I sometimes do for, for charities and such. I'll, I'll go up if they have a charity golf tournament. I'll go up beforehand and do some aerobatics for them. And then I'll fly down lower and take some pictures of them all going out to their uh, golf holes, and I'll you know donate a flight for their their auction and stuff. So I guess you could say I do a few sh little private shows like that. Hold on, now you're doing photography as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you photograph? Oh, I'm just out out the plane. You get it all trimmed up, so it basically flies itself almost, and this just. I got a decent camera and just uh, take some pictures while I'm flying overhead. Have you done any selfies? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> you should do some selfies. Oh, well, I'll think about it. <laughs> so in the next six months, what are your plans besides working at CRA? Um, I guess just continuing on with uh, what I've been doing, we'd like to finally get back into doing some more fly-ins. Um, that's where all the pilots go and meet in a, in a given area, and they sometimes have like a little car show or different static displays of planes. Uh, like the main one we go to is up in Edenvale. It's called the Gathering of the Classics, and Edenvale is up near Collingwood, so north of you. And that's a big one at the, uh, I think it's the end of August. So we plan on doing a few more things like that. And how many people would be at that show? Oh, there's there's hundreds, if not thousands. Wow. It's it's awesome, yeah. Well, you could do the Elvis show at the same time. Oh, there we go. <laughs> a double purpose. Yeah. So what's the the group that you're involved in? Are you in a club as well? Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually the president of the uh, Niagara chapter of the Recreational Aircraft Association. So they're a group of uh, mostly older pilots and plane builders. I don't know if you uh, heard of the Silver Dart, which is the first plane that flew in Canada. Um, our guys actually built a replica of that plane, and a little over 10 years, they actually had Bjarni Trigveson, the astronaut, unfortunately, who just passed away recently. Um, he flew the air, uh, silver dart replica that our guys built, which is really amazing. These guys have so much knowledge and experience. It's not even funny. So what do you do as president? I uh, keep them in line. <laughs> no, I just organize the meetings and such and then get guest speakers for us and that kind of thing. It's uh, definitely uh, we've been hit hard by, by COVID. That's caused a lot of issues with, uh, you know, in-person meetings. But hopefully we can get back to that soon. So why don't you have a YouTube account? I, sh I could do that, couldn't I? Because all the pictures you've taken and the stories that you've got to tell. Right, right. Well, actually, I do have my own website. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, www.lizzymcfly.com, and it's Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-Y, mcfly.com. And I do, I, um, 
a blog every once in a while where I share what I did for the, you know, last few days or the week or whatever, lots of pictures, videos. And then at the end of each blog, cause I want to keep it somewhat informative and educational. I'll put what my symptoms were because MS changes so much from day to day to hour to hour, basically. So just to educate people a bit on MS. So let me get back to your website. I want to make sure I got the spelling. Yeah. Lizzie, M-C-F-L-Y? Yeah, that's right. Dot com. Yes. And you're the editor? Yes. <laughs> There's not too, too much to the website. I haven't updated it in a while, but the main thing is definitely the blog. Okay. So the important thing is that you're able to communicate with other people. Yes. Particularly members of your club, they should be uh, on the uh, on the website. Oh yeah, I think quite a few of them check it out. Okay, okay. Do any of them have pictures that they could send you? Um. Oh, I have thousands of pictures from over the last uh, fifteen years or so that they've provided me. So it's yeah. But you're only twenty nine, Lizzie. That's it, right? I'm twenty nine. Plus a few years. <laughs> okay. So you fly out of what, Niagara? Yep, Niagara District Airport. So that's uh, St. Catharines. Okay. And how big an airport is that? Um, it's a decent size. It's not considered an international airport or anything, but you know, there's quite a few hangars. They have the Flying Club, which has been operating since the Boer War days. I mean, it's a very old one. It's one of the oldest clubs in uh, Canada. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice little airport. Okay. Let's get on to MS. Yes. For a few minutes. Of course. So when, when did you first have that happen to you? Um, well, I had symptoms when I was just a little kid, actually. And, uh, I, doctors never really took me seriously, even all up into my um, teens and such. And I was having all these different symptoms and, and things, but I just got told, well, it's all in your head or you're over-exaggerating or you're just lazy. And then uh, finally in 2005, I became very, very ill. And I saw a neurologist who sent me for all these tests, like a CAT scan, MRI, spinal tap, all these other tests within a matter of days because it was, it was so urgent. And that's when I was finally uh, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And it was such a relief to finally be told you actually have something. It's not all in your head. So how has it affected your life? Obviously, in terms of flying and working, not an awful lot. Oh, actually it has, yes. Uh, uh, my my lifelong dream since I was a little kid was to become a police officer. And that's why I went to university for four years for criminology. And I was actually doing the police physical um, fitness exam, um, which I was exercising daily for the last, you know, three years before this exam. And one of the things with MS is my legs will just go into these horrifically painful spasms and they'll just stop. So I was doing the shuttle run and about halfway through my legs just stopped. And I knew at that exact moment that I just lost, like uh, to me at that time, it was everything. I lost my dream. I lost four years of school for nothing. So it was, it was a very devastating blow. 
And do you have people that help you? Um, I have a I have a great support system, especially my mother and and boyfriend. Um, I'm I'm doing fairly well. Like every day is different. My my main uh, symptom is fatigue, so I always do better in the mornings. And as the day goes on, like it's just sometimes this bone crushing fatigue I can't even describe, and uh, lots of pain, lots of nerve pain, headaches, and then a whole slew of other weird symptoms that come and go uh, and change every almost every day so okay but in spite of that you move forward yep and that that's really the important thing that people with a disability it's not the end absolutely it's it's the beginning of a new chapter doing exactly. things a different way Yep, that's so true. And a positive attitude is everything. If I, I don't even know if I'd still be here today if I, I wasn't as positive as I, I tried to be. Because when I was diagnosed, I was before then, I was the most anxious, nervous person. I was afraid to do anything. And when I was diagnosed, I said, hey, life is too short. Like I could wake up blind the next day or you know not be able to move or anything i gotta take advantage of every moment i have and i'm gonna enjoy life to the fullest and that's what i've done since that time so your boyfriend's job is to earn the money it's your, oh. jo <laughs> it's your job to spend the money right oh i wish <laughs> well we're both earning he loves flying with me he's a pilot as well and he actually uh built a, a plane uh oh. finished it about yeah about uh i don't know far six or seven years ago yeah so does he have a bigger plane or the same size no it's, it was the same size he's actually sold it um but yeah a little two-seater as well not aerobatic though so so he's not as good a flyer as you uh, <laughs> just different <laughs> okay so next steps what do you see for the next three years Ah, oh, well, hopefully my, my MS, I don't have any major flare-ups or anything. I'm just hoping everything remains stable and I just, uh, I'll get out and fly when I can and, and just continue to be happy. That's terrific. You're a very positive person. Oh, thank you. And that's, that's great to hear. So oh, once again, you. could you, uh, provide your website for our listeners? Yes, yeah, so it's uh, www.lizzymcfly.com, and Lizzie is spelled L-I-Z-Z-Y. And my blog is uh, in that website. Okay, and it's M-C-F-L-Y. That's correct. Okay. Well, a great story, and thank you for your time. It's a great story that you have. Thank you so much.